Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Roger Netherton. I ran into him Sunday night at Clifftop right after Ben Weatherby and I arrived, and we set up a last-minute recording session for the following morning. This episode of Get Up in the Cool is brought to you by Elderly Instruments in Lansing, Michigan, my go-to for traditional instruments and accessories. Next time you want to upgrade your instrument, or you run out of strings, or lose your favorite pick, or your tuner breaks, just go stock up at elderly.com. Make sure to stick around afterwards and I'll tell you how to get Roger's new album and I'll let you know how to get exclusive bonus content for supporting Get Up In The Cool. But first, here's my interview and jam with Roger Netherton. Enjoy. Roger Netherton, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Hi. This is my first uh, clifftop recording of this year. I hope it's great. This is a great way to start. (laughs) Very, very good. Uh, I first heard about you when I saw this video of you playing this tune. Who were you playing with? I can't remember. I was playing with... um, It was a super fun jam in, I think, 2015. Yeah. With Rachel Eddy, who was playing guitar. And Brian Slattery was playing banjo, yeah. and Charlie Shaw was playing bass. And it went, like, uh, old-time viral. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of my 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. 
so I, everyone that I know learned uh, learned this tune from that video. That's <laughs> like everyone. Well, well, I didn't learn this tune from that video, except for you. Everyone except for you. Yeah, <laughs> I learned it from a recording, uh, an album called "Down in Little Egypt" by Chirp Smith. Very good. Yeah. So I've never met. Um, I never met Jordan Wankoff. Is he is he still around? I don't. I have, I have no idea who he is or what his story is. I know he's a Chicago fiddler. I don't know yeah. much else about him. Right. Um, but yeah, he's he's still still around, and uh, wrote this tune a few decades ago, I think. Funny story. I actually there was a minute where I was thinking about naming the show "Tipping Back the Corn" because oh. I thought that this was like an old tune. And I oh. found out it was new. I was like, shoot! I was gonna call "Tipping Back the Corn." I'm fine with what I came up with, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, can you tell me how you started playing old-time music, and how you started playing music in general, and are those the same story, or different story? Yeah, they're almost the same story. Okay, great. Um, I'll start with music in general. Um, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I have an older brother. He's about two and a half years older than me, so as a little kid, I did, I wanted to do everything that he did, and one day, I was, I think, seven years old or something, and my brother decided he's going to play the piano that's in our little library room or whatever, our, our family room. And so he plays on the piano for a little bit, and I'm like, well, I want to do that too. And then he stopped, and I didn't stop. And I was, like, digging out, like, old books from that my mom had from her piano lessons or yeah. my dad from his piano lessons and learning all that stuff and trying to read the music because I had been learning how to read music a little bit in... Um, uh, yeah, in, um, I guess Suzuki at school at the time. Yeah. And so, um, then my parents ended up getting me piano lessons and, uh, do you still play? Uh, a bit. I don't a play bit. as much as yeah. I did. Um, and I played piano until I was 11. And then I, my mom took me to this, uh, music festival in Kansas called the Winfield Music Festival or okay. the Walnut Valley Music Festival. Um, which has, uh, which she actually took to me because she liked the music there, not because she necessarily thought that I would really click with anything there, although she thought I would like it. Yeah. Um, because I've always liked music. Um, uh, and it's got all sorts of, all sorts of styles there. There's, there's bluegrass and there's Celtic and there's some, there's not much old time, but there's a little bit of old time yeah. and there's New England and all sorts of stuff. And... I remember I was I was 11 years old and I was watching the fiddle contest at Winfield and I was hearing the, these people play the fiddle and I was like that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. What drew do you, what drew you to the fiddle? Like why? I like it. I don't know. Did I you like it? Yeah. Well, like what were you like focused on as like a, how old were you at this point? Well, so I was playing violin in school. Okay. In 3rd grade. It was somewhere around Let's see, ages. Uh, I must have been in about sixth grade by then. So, so you were I'd, probably being taught a very specific posture and like which you I was only horrible play what's at, on the, the way. Yeah, <laughs> you only play what's on the page. Yeah, and you would never go. Yeah, I would never <laughs> yeah. do all the fiddle stuff. Yeah, um, but I didn't know that it existed. But yeah. I, I liked the violin and I felt that I was I felt that I was decent at it yeah. in school, but that I didn't necessarily like what we were doing. Yeah, and so when I saw people play fiddle music, I was like, there we go. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Um, so, so I stopped practicing piano, and so the lessons didn't go very well after that. Yeah. So, because I was playing fiddle the whole time instead. Um, 
and over the next few years I uh, went to um, jam sessions in St. Louis and different um, old time stuff. There was a, a jam session at the folk school of St. Louis at the time that um, was very helpful. Just, you know, going there and learning all Angela and the Baker and Sarah's yeah, yeah, Joy yeah. and all those sure. you know, basic tunes that Just I notes. didn't know. Yeah. Um, and How did you like to learn the tunes at that time? Like, Yeah, I mostly learned them through recordings. Um, I didn't really have anybody who would, like, necessarily sit down with me and be like, here's how the tune goes. So you had the basic, like, you knew how to play violin because from school. Yeah. But you, you would just sit down with which recordings? Um, were you, listen were you were, listening to sources or like I know I didn't really know or? about source recordings yeah. for a while um, I uh, I listened to um, some kind of teaching recordings that had some slow and fast from yeah. the folk school which were very helpful for the chestnuts and then after that I had some you know different playing partners who said oh here are my favorite recordings of yeah. tunes and then I would learn them from that and sometimes sometimes they would be too fast for me to learn and I would, you know, I'd not be able to pick up on it. And then I would skip that tune and learn something else. Yeah, sure. And eventually I would go back to that and, hey, I can learn it now. Yeah. So the yeah, kind of used that process. happened to me. It still happens to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, uh, come back to this. Yeah, kind of the, the very early albums that I listened to were Chirp Smith yeah. down in Little Egypt and uh, some Reese Jones albums like sure. Mississippi Square Dance and the other one, uh, All I've Got's Done Gone. And um, Jeff Seitz, um um, what's it called? Uh, the good old days are here. Yeah. Shoutouts. <laughs> yeah. So uh, those were sort of my first albums. I have a lot more questions to ask you. Let's play. What was the next tune we were gonna play? We're gonna play Hunter's tune. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, let me get to that real quick. That'll be easier than um, going down to F and then sure. back up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just It'll slowly nice lower it down. Yeah. <laughs> So, tipping back the corn, and so sang the mountain. This tune that we're about to play, both on your new album. Yeah, it's coming out tomorrow, which won't mean anything. Yeah, yeah, podcast yeah. People. It's come. It's uh, coming out on July thirty first, twenty eighteen. This is just a, a eponymous. Is that how you say the word? Just like it's like self titled. Yes, yeah, self titled. Roger Netherton. The other thing Roger. you said is probably Roger. the right way to say that. Yeah. Okay. Great. Awesome. Um, who's, uh, yeah, who's all on this? Um, yeah, so I played with, um, Rachel Eddy, played guitar mostly, and Hunter Walker played, um, kind of split between banjo and mountain dulcimer. This is a really good band. <laughs> That's awesome. And Alex Lacamont played bass on oh my half God. of the track, so it was so fun. And we recorded it in Rachel's house. Chris Murphy recorded it, and he took all of this audio equipment and just moved it into Rachel's house. Yeah. And... She like moved the sofas and stuff and kind of made kind of, you know, um, separated areas for each of us and we could still see each other. And we Skyped with Alex over the other room so yeah. the bass wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't bleed. And uh, Perfect. it was just a really awesome experience. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. So Sing the Mountain is is Hunter's tune. Yes. How did you how did you meet Hunter? Oh, um, I met him I think Hunter it, Walker. Yeah. Right. Hunter Walker. Yeah. I met him at my first uh, maybe it was my first cliff top, maybe it was my second, but it was it was, you know, maybe six or seven years ago. And I How old are you? I'm twenty two. Twenty two, okay. Great. Yeah. So I started playing when I was eleven, so that's eleven years ago. Great, great. Um so I met Hunter my first or second cliff top 
and I think I just ran into him. We we're kind of up by the lodge, and he was playing some tunes, and yeah. I joined in, and it was really fun. Yeah. And then later he's like, "I have this tune that I want you to learn, if that's okay, you know." And and I was like, "Sure, let's. Wh what is it?" And he's like, "It's called So Sang the Mountain," and he taught it to me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a wonderful tune. Yeah. Let's kick it off. All right. Have a tune again. All right. Spooky. It's awesome. So you're from Missouri. Yeah, I'm from St. Louis. And uh, do you play like traditional Missouri tunes? I do play some traditional Missouri tunes. I don't play them in the most traditional Missouri style. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, I sort of after listening to those albums that I mentioned earlier, yeah. I uh, sort of you know was asking people what should i listen to and yeah. people were like well you should listen to all these missouri recordings so we can put our missouri stamp on you yeah yeah or, or whatever <laughs> you know which is which is awesome i i yeah. wanted, i wanted to know what you know what missouri fiddle tunes sounded like so i got uh you know a few different recordings of bob walters and of um pete mcmahon and some other missouri fiddlers like that yeah so i forget were your parents musicians at all 
Not really. Not really. Um, okay. They they took piano lessons a little bit, which is what I mentioned, but sure. they don't they don't play music anymore and yeah. didn't really uh, do do much. So you way. you sort of had to like, but your mom was already like a fan of. She's like a fan roots. of of various. She actually, I believe, she liked the um, the Celtic music that was at Winfield. Yeah, and she knew there were lots of genres there, yeah. so that's why she took me there. Very cool. I've gone there, back there ever ever since every year. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, I have to make it sometime. There's, uh, I still haven't been like farther south than um, the northern part of North Carolina. So, oh, wow. or like Boone. Boone is like as far south as I've been, and uh, and I haven't gone like in the middle and south area of the country really at all. So. Well, I don't know if Kansas is very south. I think it's pretty well, middle. <laughs> so you gotta, yeah, kind of, I guess you gotta right. find a better excuse than that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kansas isn't Winfield isn't Kansas. Yeah. Right. Right. You said that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Just just west of Missouri and I have kind of middle of relatives state. out there. I need you've to got, go. You've got the perfect yeah. setup. Yeah. What am I doing with my life? Literally <laughs> <laughs> have a make an awesome podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. Um, I need to get to F. It's going to take a minute. Sure. So hold on, yeah. real quick. <laughs> so I learned this tune uh, from Sammy Bremen. Bremen. Uh, I don't know. I actually don't know how I learned this tune from Sammy of the Onlys. Yes. Um, and, uh, she did not know, she did not know that I was learning it from her because I was this is recording their jam. confession. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Very yeah, good. no, uh, this is Wiley Lost Tune. Thank you. 
demanding tune. <laughs> it also doesn't like to end. No. That that makes sense as, as much sense as, any, as anything, though. Ending it there. I guess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, as much sense as anything. Yeah. Yeah. You play other styles of music. So I you do. fell in love with old-time music. But yeah. And play- then I played that for... I played pretty much only old-time for probably six years. Um... Which brings me to I was I guess I was eighteen or nineteen, and then I um, started uh, investigating other genres as well, and um, you know looking into blues and into uh, Irish, which I failed at. Why? I did something about the bowing and the, the all the little um, and the little, <laughs> the little twiddlies <laughs> and the trinkets. I can't do them at all. So it does seem hard. It is hard. All fiddling seems hard to me, but that. That, yeah. that Irish, I think, is especially hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, yeah, it's very difficult. So I've heard I, sometimes that they don't make it like easy on you either. Like you got to show up ready to. Yeah, trip. well, Irish sessions. <laughs> I don't know if this is the case for all Irish sessions, and this might be a mischaracterization. But um, I do know that the Irish session in St. Louis, you 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 walk in and they do every tune only three times and yeah. they do a big medley of tunes and they never say the names of it or so it's like if you don't already know the tunes you're not going to be able to learn them yeah and there's not like a book or anything and so you just got to be prepared so, yeah and i am not prepared yeah yeah so i've been recently playing um by recently i mean like kind of the last year or two i've been playing uh gypsy jazz um so kind of the you know, Django Reinhardt and Stefan Grappelli kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, ooh, thunder. Um, and it's kind of interesting because all of the source recordings that we have were recorded around the same time-ish that the Grappelli and Django recordings were, you know, yeah. these 1920s and 1930s recordings. Yeah. So they sound, they have that same, you know, comforting scratchy record old sound but it's you know weird jazz tunes now yeah <laughs> had you had any exposure to jazz before not really um i i've always been uh very interested in music theory because i uh i i enjoy i enjoy analysis maybe too much sometimes sure so i can relate to that yeah. so music theory is fun for me yeah um and uh and so jazz spells it out a little more yeah j- well jazz has all this extra music theory that happens and yeah. so it's interesting yeah you know and sometimes old time is like anti-music theory <laughs> yeah. sometimes sometimes yeah. you can try to like apply it to it but when it, when i start like saying like if i use like the word dorian or mixolydian oh, in a no, jam no, people get can't. pissed <laughs> or they're like how dare you bring that speech in here <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk like that right here <laughs> yeah <laughs> in this old time jam we don't do that yeah so I try to like no sometimes yeah. I would yeah I would play a major 7 in a, in a jam and everyone would look at me <laughs> <laughs> so I try not to do that yeah. in, in those kind of sorts of jams how long have you been playing Gypsy Jazz now? Um, I guess I've been playing it for you say you started when you were 19? well I started looking into other genres okay. when I was 19 I found Gypsy Jazz I guess I hmm a year or a year and a half ago, I guess, and I just sort of played it occasionally. Yeah. And I've been playing it more, more, um, more than occasionally in the last uh, half a year or so. So I'm still pretty new to it. I know. 
I love that connection, yeah, between uh, like when when the things were recorded. Yeah. That make, I sometimes forget that other stuff was happening in the <laughs> 20s and 30s. Yeah. <laughs> I get so myopic, yeah. Um, right on. We have a couple more F-tunes to play. Yeah. Um, which one do you want to do next? Let's do... Um, it's the Wild Hog and then the other one was oh, the, the one, one you wrote. wrote. Yeah. Let's do Wild Hog in the Woods. Great. Bless you. <laughs> Super loud jam going on over there. Awesome. All right. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I know it'll, it'll wow. have the wow. top feel to it. Yes. No, I mean, some of these episodes are like so much louder. <laughs> and oh, it yeah. still works out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I used to record at the bottom. And it was just like, oh, yeah, in the bottom, in the middle of cliff top with the Ice Boys, and you know, it's just like there's out like of control. multiple jams. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. All right, so this is Wild Hog in the Woods, also learned unwittingly from Sammy Bremen, from that Bremen. I don't know how to pronounce her name. I feel really horrible, <laughs> but uh, I, um, I don't either. I don't feel bad. <laughs> not knowing <laughs> names are hard to pronounce. Um, Thanks, Sammy. Yeah, from Sammy of the Onlys. Um. Yeah, it was like it was like 3 a.m. and it was like the last day of Clifftop, and there was, I heard this, you know, otherworldly F-tune jam going yeah. on inside a tent, and I had to come and record it. It is otherworldly sounding F-tunes, Does, especially yeah. like the, not to make a weird distinction, but like the non-rag F-tunes. No, uh, yeah, the yeah. tunes that are like kind of mellow and double stoppy yeah. F-tunes. They just have that weird, like, there's a lot of drones on your on the A string. Yeah. Which is so weird to have yeah. in the middle of the fiddle. It sounds like like a calico jam, kind of. Like, yeah, yeah, because you've got that yeah. drone on the three. Hmm. On the medium. Do you know Lyle Werner? What? Do you know Lyle Werner? No. Um, he... He said he he has a theory that every old-time tune can be played in calico or, or in F. And apparently he's gonna have some sort of jams like that this this week. So I want to test that. I think out. it depends <laughs> on the style, like the yeah. flavor of old time. Yeah, we're probably. At. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you could probably. He could make it happen. You'd have to change <laughs> the tune maybe yeah. a bit, yeah. or just be really good at switching positions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wild Hog in the Woods. Yeah.
It's lovely. Thanks, Sammy. <laughs> so, we got one tune left. You wrote it in this calendar day. Yes, <laughs> like, I wrote it last night this morning. Yeah. Sort of um, thing. I think it was like 2 a.m. And there there were all these... I, I was playing F-tunes and lamenting the notion... The, the fact, not the notion. The fact that I only know these two F-tunes yeah. in this style. And I was like, well, I wish there were more tunes that I knew like this and then I was like I'll just write a really like gratuitous tune in this (laughs) like that uses all those wonky double stops that you never find in the other keys um so uh there was some kind of weird light show going on in the trees at the time so I called it lightning in the trees lightning in the trees oh before before we do that uh your cd oh yeah eponymous if that's how it's pronounced (laughs) yeah I I think it is yeah um you got it right so yeah you and Rachel and Hunter, um, Rachel Eddy, Hunter Walker, Alex Lacquemont, um, 14 tracks. Anything else to say about this? Like, where um, do we get this? It's, uh, oh, where do you get it? Um, it'll be... Talk to your manager. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can certainly ask Rachel. She'll okay. have some amazing plan on how to get it out. Okay, great. I'm sure that we're going to have some kind of online distribution yeah. thing. But, uh, yeah. If to follow, you, like, listen to the outro, please, and I will have links. So Awesome. I'll put links up in all the stuff, and they'll just tap and click until they're listening. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Lightning in the trees. Yeah. Right? Lightning in the trees. Yeah. Roger, uh, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for me, waking up early. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was good. I got to bed early enough that this was not Glad an it worked issue. out. 11, 11 a.m. was yeah. not an issue. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to let you start it off and I'll just jump in. Okay. I think this tune is basically just stealing a bunch of riffs from other tunes. That sounds I, like I old think time. that's all tunes. <laughs> yeah, it sounds <laughs> so like you're talking about I'm trying tunes. not to feel bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you. 
Roger Netherton's new self-titled album is now available on CD Baby. You can find that at cdbaby.com slash cd slash Roger Netherton, or just follow the link in the show notes on your device or on Get Up In The Cool's Facebook page. Speaking of Facebook, make sure to like and follow Roger Netherton's official Facebook page so you can stay up to date with his future projects and shows. By the way, he's playing a show as Roger and the Nethertones with Rachel Eddy and Hunter Walker on October 7th at the stage at KDHX in St. Louis. And I hear there will be workshops the day before. That's the kind of thing you'll hear about if you follow him on Facebook. If you want to support Get Up In The Cool, thanks. Visit getupinthecool.com and click the button that says Patreon, then choose a support level that works for you and get its corresponding reward. Throw in a little and I'll give you an on-air shout-out. Throw in a little more and you can get access to the bonus track blog where I post the extra tune that my guests and I play for each episode. This week's bonus track is especially good. Uh, Roger and I play a really whimsical, fun version of Cherry River Rag and I would love for you to hear it. At higher levels of support, you could join me for a monthly online banjo workshop or download the whole Get Up In The Cool tune archive, featuring every tune and song ever played on the show, including the bonus tracks, tagged and separated from the dialogue for your listening convenience. I also offer all those rewards in bulk at a discount. Just go to getupinthecool.com and click the link that says store, where you can also purchase a telegram if you'd like me to read a message on air for another listener of the show or promote your business, festival, or crowdfunding campaign. I plan to use the money from the store to buy some new microphones for the show, and I'm pretty close, so sign up if you want Get Up In The Cool to sound even better than it already does. And to all my supporters, Patreon or otherwise, thank you so much. I really couldn't make this show without you, and I really like making this show, so your support means a lot. And big thanks again to Elderly Instruments for sponsoring this episode. You can visit their online store at elderly.com. If you're unable to support Get Up In The Cool financially, please share the show with everyone you know. Ask your favorite old-time festival or camp to hire Get Up In The Cool to come record live episodes. Share the show on your favorite trad music blogs and forums, and give it a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. You can find my other show, Think Outside The Box Set, wherever you like to get your podcasts. And you can purchase Get Up In The Cool Volumes 1 and 2, the best of 2016 and 17 albums, by going to my website, getupinthecool.com, and clicking the album link. While you're there, hit me up on the contact form for Skype, banjo lessons, or to book me for your square dance, music festival, or camp. Or, you know, just say hi. Everything I mentioned in this outro is linked in the app you're using to listen to this. Uh, also, my website, getupinthecool.com, and get up in the cool's Facebook page and group, which you should like, follow, and join. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening, friends. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool. <laughs>